been a flurry of things for the uh i don't know man if this is how it's gonna be the fucking just everybody sucking this guy off uh i obviously disagree with pretty much everything he's doing uh so far the most interesting thing i thought uh that was happening or what's going on is that uh they've tried to vet the national guard personnel that were in the capital and then that basically tells you everything you know about uh, those individuals, and then after the photo ops and everything was done with the inauguration, they decided to kick uh, some National Guard's members into a parking garage. hundred of them got COVID, okay, um, kept them outside in the cold in 40-degree weather, yay for them, uh, and then a couple of governors are saying, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll take our guys back. Uh, unconfirmed report, didn't, didn't look into it, didn't see, but apparently Nancy Pelosi wanted them to have cruiser weapons during the inauguration, alrighty. And then Biden, uh, basically for the first uh, three days, um, his press secretary looks like a winner coming back from the Obama administration. Uh, she has a lot of problems. She basically does as many ums and uhs and rights and, as I do on this podcast. So apparently I'm qualified to be a press secretary. Yay for me. Um, he, Biden, has signed 30 executive actions. So I'll go through 32 that I'm looking at now. Um, so I'll go through these and give you my little take what I think is going on, but uh, Trump did 24 in 100 days, and it's not to say here nor there. Uh, it is going to be interesting for me to see, or I would be interested to see how the Supreme Court, um, if our three liberal justices are going to be as uh, interested in getting back into the administrative processes of the Biden administration when it comes to these uh, uh, executive orders, um, because they were really keen on uh, scrutinizing everything that the Trump administration did. So uh, I know that Biden has already been sued by Texas on the uh, stop deportations order 
uh, that he had signed, but that's the only lawsuit that I've seen or heard of so far. Uh, so here we go. We're going to re-engage. One of them is we're going to re-engage the World Health Organization. Uh, so the WHO is basically the mouthpiece for China. They bungled, arguably, and I would say quite certainly, uh, the COVID crisis uh, more than Trump did. Uh, so they're, uh, they're the worst. We're re-engaging with them, probably going to throw some money their way too. Your hard-earned taxpayer dollars at work. Uh, position of COVID-19 response coordinator, bureaucracy, nobody cares. Uh, that's essentially Anthony Fauci, uh, but who is? Rejoin the Paris Climate Agreements or Accords. Um, that is a just a signaling thing because we're already uh, doing it. Uh, there was an article out saying that the United States has, there's no need for the United States to be a part of the Paris Climate Accords because they have, you know, reduced their carbon uh, footprint uh, greater than, you know, they're, we're the only ones that are actually keeping with the agreement, even though we jumped out of it uh, in 2015 or 2017 or whenever Trump took office. Uh, revoke the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, pausing energy leasing at ANWR. This has been by far the most controversial so far in the first 72 hours. Uh, it's cost about 8,000 jobs, 50,000 from one that I had saw the Canadian uh, uh, governor or whoever the fuck he is from Alberta said this is, you know, didn't even counsel us, whatever the case is. Unions are pissed at him. Um, uh, Native Americans are pissed at him. So uh, this is a uh, surefire way to get your energy prices uh, up and running. And this is one of those Green New Deal policies. So obviously one of the most controversial that he signed, um, I disagree with, whatever. Ask agencies to extend evictions or foreclosures on moratoriums. That'll continue as part of the PPP and the heroes and the cares and everything like that. So obviously I disagree with all that other fun stuff. So I would disagree with this because that's against the free market. Uh, ask education department to extend student loan pause. They're not paying for their student loans, much like the uh, FICA social security uh, uh, delay uh, that we're now paying for in the year of 2021. So obviously I disagree with that one as well. Um, I mean, so with these two, with the uh, eviction foreclosures, I disagree from the standpoint or the sense that we should have never shut down the government in the first place. Um, as long as you accept the false premise and foundation that the government's going to shut you down or has the authority or, or should have the authority to do so when 99.9% .9 of people are living through uh, the pandemic and they're going to change the PCR uh, cycles now from 40 to 25 or 20, that has been counted about to lower the false positives, quote unquote, right after Trump gets out of office. And then a couple of blue states are going back and forth saying, oh, we should open up the economy uh, that everybody with a uh, salient brain should have thought of no later than May. Probably April 15th was the day um, that you would say, no, nah, this is fucking stupid. Uh, open it up. Uh, but given that being said, um, it's good that the government is uh, moving uh, evictions and foreclosures to the right and payments from student debt to the right, but it's just going to fuck us uh, in the end. Um, so I don't agree that we should have ever shut down or the government should have had that, so that's why I don't agree with these two uh, executive orders. Uh, launch an initiative to advance racial equity. And in the 1776 commission, uh, you fucking suck. That's uh, probably, that's the diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, crowd, the 1619 project crowd getting into training again for government employees and shit like that. So that'll be uh, exciting. Uh, revoke order that aims to uh, exclude undocumented immigrants from the census. Uh, that was talked about in a couple of my podcasts ago. It met, went up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court punted uh, because it hadn't hit yet. Um, so basically Biden will be, uh, you know, unfucking all that with the uh, apportionment. 
Um, preserve, fortify DACA, which helps the Dreamers. So that's an immigration uh, piece. Um, with immigration, I will say that uh, bring me your hungry, your poor, all that other fun stuff, but only if you drop all the other all the other regulations. The only reason why there's to me is there's such an argument or issue with immigration is because you can't give everything to everybody for free. It's not possible. If you open the markets up, got, re got rid of all your regulation, you can open up this shit all day. It don't matter because then the people that have skill sets that we need will come and they'll be productive and successful. Those that don't will not and they will leave because they will be just as bad as they would have been uh, in their previous uh, uh, country and all that other fun stuff. And then other individuals that refuse to work, uh, albeit welfare, social security, all the other fun stuff, will not get those handouts. So uh, if you're going to say, bring me your tired, your hungry, your poor, then you got to get rid of all these fucking welfare state programs because you're going to, like, we're already there. Like, we're already driving up. We've already drove off a cliff. Um, so in that sense, um, I don't think that um, we should open the borders because of the programs that the government is trying to do, right? So basically, any person could walk into an emergency room and say, hey, I need care. And if you have more immigrants coming, then that's going to put more stress on the system, bankrupt us, and all that other fun stuff. If you, did, if you open that up, and just let the free market solve the problem, then immigration is not a problem. Uh, require mask and distancing on all federal property. Haha, <laughs> LOL. This is funny because uh, the fuckface went around uh, on federal property basically the day after his inauguration and uh, was seen without a mask. So there you go. Uh, reverse travel ban targeting uh, primarily Muslim countries. It wasn't a. It was. It was never a Muslim ban, and there are um, uh, countries in that. Uh, uh, ban lists that are not primary Muslim. So uh, that's a, one of those flash into the left things again. Stop construction of the border wall, another immigration policy for that. Uh, combat discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity. Like, okay, great. Um, require ethics pledge for executive branch personnel, which basically means they're going to do exactly the opposite of what they said. I think this is primarily uh, streamlined to the DOJ. So that means that they will be in the pocket of Biden, not against him. And then you'll have to pledge to, you know, you're going to be strong and independent, right? That means that you don't fuck with me, right? Uh, modernize and improve regulatory review. Go fuck yourself. Uh, how do you monitor, How do you improve regulatory review? You get rid of regulations. Uh, end harsh and extreme immigration enforcement. Go fuck yourself. Uh, end pr uh, protection from deportation for Liberians in the United States. Okay. Uh, revoke certain executive orders concerning federal regulations. I think that his is... Uh, I think that's his, that's Trump's uh, get rid of a regulation for everyone that you sign in to order. Uh, freeze any new or pending regulations. That's to kill anything that Trump tried to do in his last days of office. Fill supply shortfalls and fight versus COVID-19 with Defense Production Act or other measures. Okay. Increase FEMA reimbursement to states for National Guard PPE. Okay. Uh, establish COVID-19 pandemic testing board. Expand testing. More bureaucracy. More pay. Bolster access to COVID-19 treatments and clinical care. That's fucking Medicare, Medicaid, improve collection analysis of COVID-related data. Fucking, that's an attack on the CDC, and that's a nothing burger. Uh, mount vaccination or mount vaccination campaign amid goals such as 100 billion shots in 100 days. Trump was already close to that point, a million a day. I think, it's, I think uh, when the Trump administration left, it was 9,100 or... 912,000 shots were given on one of the end days. So basically, we're already there. And so it's just a uh, no-nonsense or no-nothing EO. Provide guidance on safety of reopening schools. Fucking open the schools. 
OSHA guidance for keeping workers safe from COVID-19. Go fuck yourself. Uh, require face mask at airports or other modes of transportation. Go fuck yourself. Uh, establish a COVID-19 healthy equity health equity task force. What the fuck does that even mean? Go fuck yourself. Support international response to COVID-19. Restore U.S. global leadership. Go fuck yourself. Uh, ask agencies to boost food aid. Improve delivery of stimulus checks. Go fuck yourself. And restore collective bargaining power for federal workers. So at the same time that he's costing unions jobs, he wants them to have more bargaining power with the XL stock line. This is a fucking massive, like, make government bigger plethora of orders. So uh, I don't know if there's... There's also an insulin one uh, that he said. Uh, I think that has to do with one of the, uh, you know, revoke the uh, previous regulations or orders. Uh, so Trump, uh, Trump had lowered the insulin prices, you know, set them up on a thing. So basically it was an instituting price controls on insulin, and that's actually a good thing that Biden got rid of that. Now he's probably doing that for the wrong reasons because he wants to – it's not under free market principles that he's doing that. He's probably doing that to line the pockets of, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies or insulin makers or whatever the case is. So I don't give him any credit on that. But I would say that uh, of those 32 or 33 orders, I'm indifferent about fucking five to ten of them and uh, disgusted by the rest. So, yeah, go Biden. More news after this. I'm just going to run down some headlines and give you my opinions and everything because I'm uh, so I want to thank everybody before I, I, I jump into this again I want to thank everybody that does listen to this podcast I do appreciate it I thought I did a very good job uh, last podcast but it's one of the least listened to <laughs> podcasts that I've done so uh, I do thank everybody that does listen despite my best efforts uh, to stop individuals from listening or you know putting out uh, the quality of the SHT1 podcast uh, that you know and to love and come and respect. Uh, guard troops forced to leave the Capitol. I think I've already talked about this. Uh, Pelosi wraps COVID laxity on the House floor after a Dem who was positive voted for Nancy Pelosi's speakership on the House floor. Hypocrisy. Yay. That, those are easy to find. Hypocrisy stories about Democrats. Easy. Uh, Trump's impeachment trial is going to start in February. He's not the president anymore. Go away. Uh, Larry King and Hank Aaron passed away. Uh, God bless them. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, and then Dennis Prager, to save America from left's destruction, take your kids out of public school. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to put your kids into uh, some sort of private school or some sort of school that shares your values because uh, all the stories that you hear about uh, the stupidity going on in, in, in elementary school about trying to train your kids to, uh, what was it, uh, the transgender person doing the, uh, reading and stuff in a public school and a library. Okay, great. Um, and then uh, Biden signed the LGBTQ order about uh, bathroom policies in schools again, so that's back. Um, basically, they should just get rid of women's sports if they're going to go this way, right? So uh, any right for a transgender individual is a slap against women's rights. Like those, those two are not in concert or they're not uh, synchronous. Uh, so... 
My pillow guy wants Trump to endorse his bid for Minnesota governor. Okay. Uh, Breonna Taylor grand jurors call for Kentucky uh, general's impeachment because that's interesting. Uh, I've never been in a grand jury. Don't know what it goes on about it, but apparently that's when they get all the stuff out. Um, so that uh, hundreds arrested in Russia over Navalny protest. Navalny was the guy that got poisoned by Putin and then went back to Russia and he got arrested immediately when he stepped off the plane. That guy's got some big balls. Uh, and then apparently Trump's impeachment pile, trial is for the 8th of uh, February. Uh, yeah, Pelosi sucks. I agree. Uh, China sucks. I agree. What else? Come on. More stories. More stories. Uh, lawmakers continue investigations into extensive evidence of widespread voting fraud. Um, what's hilarious is that Amazon has a union vote up in Alabama, and they want in-person voting because they believe there's too high a chance for fraud for mail-in voting for the union. You don't say. Uh, Biden already killing jobs, yeah, with the XL uh, Keystone Pipeline uh, signing. Uh, White House silencing free speech, okay, yeah, there's a big call from the left uh, to, to silence people. Uh, Antifa in Portland, uh, they're continuing their riots. I do remember when uh, Democrats despised the National Guard and were, you know, clutching their pearls and so uh, in hysteria about uh, Trump even talking about calling the National Guard in Portland with riots that are still continuing on. Uh, they, but they have no problem putting 25,000 National Guards members in D.C. for an inauguration. Uh, I really hope the U.S. does not rejoin the Iran nuclear deal, but that is a possibility. At least negotiations are... The uh, shift in the Middle East will begin. Uh, you already saw that with Biden renaming the uh, uh, ambassador to Israel to the ambassador to Israel, uh, the Gaza Strip, and uh, something else. But up, but up, defunding the police is bad. No shit. But up, but up, but These are all great titles. That's it, man. That's your news. That's your news. What a great podcast. So I listened to two cases. Um, friendly reminder from uh, last week's podcast, uh, Dustin Higgs got swiftly swacked as well uh, in a 6-3 decision. Uh, FCC versus Prometheus Radio Project and then BP versus the mayor and city council of Baltimore. Um, I was astonished of what I had heard in the FCC uh, Prometheus radio project. Like, we are, we're so screwed. Um, this was a case that in 2003, the FCC had decided that a, a law or a rule on the books was no longer valid uh, because the, the rule was basically if you owned a TV station in a local market, you could not own the newspaper and vice versa. That was the law. In 2003, the FCC said that law is no longer valid. You know, the rise of the Internet, uh, people are going to get their news from alternate sources, so on and so forth. Um, and then they, they made that ruling in 2003. And they do this every four years where they review all of their uh, laws and rules according to, you know, the, I think it's a 202 uh, uh, article or act or legislation or Federal Communications Act or whatever the hell is. Every four years they have to go through and look at their laws. So they did it in 2003, and then there was an injunction 
And they were saying, no, you can't do this because you didn't consider women and minority ownership uh, when you made this decision. What? Like, and that was the whole argument. They, this was held in the courts for 17 years, and it finally got to the Supreme Court uh, because they continued to kept trying to get rid of the uh, dual ownership law uh, that the FCC had um, because of they didn't give due deference to the consideration, even though nothing in the, nothing in the text or nothing, there's no law that says that you must consider, uh, you know, these factors above the other. It's just a policy preference. And it took 17 years to get to the Supreme Court, and that's what I listened to for 90 minutes of, they were just, look, it's pretty cut and dry. Like, it says X, Y, and Z, and that's what we did, and we fucking waited for 17 years because we're stuck in this one circuit, and this, this one circuit keeps interpreting this one problem this way, and because we didn't do what they wanted to to do essentially was what happened because we didn't do what they wanted to do here we are right and that's kind of their side of the argument the other side is well if you do this and if you do that this yeah i was just boggled my mind was boggled that they were not able to get rid of a law or a rule because they did not consider the implications of women and minority ownership at newspapers and tv stations uh i would i would assume that this would be a 6-3 in favor of the fcc Slam dunk or a nine zero, because nothing in the nothing in the law says what the Prometheus Radio Project team uh, was uh, alleging. Like it just it's just not there. Uh, the other one was BP uh, Mayor and City Council of Baltimore. Now I'm gonna this one was like right down the middle. Like I I see both sides of the argument. They're essentially saying is uh, I'm not quite sure why these two are in court, but basically there was a remand order and. Uh, the the order said one thing, the court did another, and that's why they're here. Because because the court did not follow the order and they stepped outside the scope, they were arguing back and forth as to what was valid or not. Um, so basically, I came to the to the sense that you want to stay within the scope of the order of a remand unless you have a justifiable reason to step outside of it. Um, appellate courts, you'd always want them to look at every single factor, but you have to also trust um, things that go on at lower courts so that you're not basically relitigating the same court case fucking five, 6,000 times uh, when you do that. So I think they both have valid points. Um, they both were well-reasoned and well-argued. I don't know which way to side on this one. I, would, I don't think uh, if you followed the uh, text or law, you would say that if you followed yeah, the text of the law, it's basically you have to stay within the confines of the order unless you're reviewing conduct of a federal officer or civil rights litigation. Those are the only two outsides, according to the law, when it comes to remand orders. Um, so, yeah, if that's how you're going to do that one, then you would have to say that. And then everybody would try to get into, they'd have to try to tie it to a civil rights issue or a, uh, uh, what is it, federal officer issue to try to get complete review of a case. So, yeah, those are the two.
Visity Sports. Look at my shorts. Uh, AFC NFC Championship games, and they go to the Favels, Buccaneers at the Packers, and Bills at the Chiefs. I think I was 2-2 two and two last week. Not quite sure. Green Bay, three-point favorite against the Bucks. I will take the Packers in that one with the points. And then Kansas City, a three-point favorite over the Bills. I'll take the Chiefs. Looking for a Packers-Chiefs uh, Super Bowl of the Elvis uh, for them. Uh, Texans, as far as the NFL, suck. Watson trying to get out of there. Um, basically, everybody and their mother trying to get out of Houston. Uh, they got no draft picks. Uh, nobody likes their owner. Um, and, you know, they don't even have a GM or a head coach, so yay for them. Uh, COVID-sniffing dogs, okay, great. Uh, Goldar McGregor got knocked out by uh, Dustin Poirier. Memes are uh, sweeping the sweeping the nation. Uh, Poirier, 27-6. McGregor now 22-5. I think he's 3-3 three three since 2016. Um, and obviously lost half of his uh, fights. So And everybody loves to see Goldar McGregor getting knocked out. So... Uh, and apparently Steph Curry is a second in all time uh, in threes. Uh, NBA, the standings. Uh, the 76ers at 12 and five lead the Eastern Conference. Uh, Pacers, Bucks, uh, Celtics, Nets, uh, Cavaliers, Hawks, and Knicks uh, rounding out the top uh, eight. Knicks at eight nine in the eight seed. Uh, Detroit. At three and thirteen, at the base or the bottom, uh, in the Western Conference, it's the Lakers at thirteen and four, leading the West. Uh, the Jazz, the Clippers, the Trailblazers, uh, Nuggets, Memphis, uh, and then Phoenix, and then Dallas. San Antonio at eight or five hundred at eight and eight. Actually, there are three teams at eight and eight. Uh, Dallas holds the tiebreakers, and then Minnesota at the bottom, at four and eleven. Yeah, da, da, let's go with NCAA men's basketball. Let's see who the top 25 is. See how we can roll that one in. Come on, rankings. No no bracketology. I'm not even sure how A&M is. Nobody cares. Uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Iowa, and Texas are your top five. Um, go, go team. Gonzaga, Baylor, undefeated. Let's go down their list. And nobody else. So there you go. And then let's go with the, we already talked about Conor McGregor getting knocked out. Yay for him. Come on, NHL. Yeah-da-da, yeah-da-da. Maybe the Stars have finally played a game. Um, not too far into it. Dallas at one and one or they won a game. So they've played one game and they've won. Everybody else has played obviously more than that. Uh not really much to get into. I mean, they're only five, six games into the season. Dallas obviously got affected by COVID, and that's why they're only one game deep. Um, so, But they're undefeated. Yay for them. Uh, I, I heard a nasty rumor that uh, the Canadian teams are not traveling back and forth. Uh, so basically the Canadians are playing each other all around, and the Americans are playing each other. So uh, yay for us. Um, I guess that's kind of it. No... Uh, Take no real sports to think of. You have the, have the football games going on. Basketball is going on in earnest. Hockey is going on. Racing is not really a thing right now. Uh, MMA, that happened in 257. So uh, I think Max Holloway uh, had it, won his fight against Hatar or Qatar, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, so good for them. Not quite sure what the next uh, 
what's going on in 258 or the fight nights. So let's go with scheduling results to see where we're at here. Overeem versus Volkov. That seems like a good one on the 6th. That'd be UFC fight night. 258 is Usman versus Burns. That's a good one. And then uh, Blackowicz versus Adesanya in 259. So they got some good wins going on. And then uh, Miocic versus Francis Nagano. That's a good one in 260. So they got a bunch of a bunch of good pay-per-views coming up uh, for the MMA. All right, that's your sports recap for the week.